Hello and welcome to the Soulful Valley podcast. If you're a regular listener, thank you for listening and supporting this podcast. If you're new here and don't know me yet, I'm your host, Katie Carey, independent publisher of Books That Matter and an international best-selling author. And of course, the host of this globally ranked podcast. I help metaphysical coaches and healers gain confidence, clarity, raise their visibility and their credibility, giving them the opportunity to shine their light brighter so that the people they are here to serve can find them. I do this by creating opportunities for them to become best-selling authors in my multi-author and solo book projects. I also offer one-to-one mentorship services to help spiritual business owners find and unlock their limiting beliefs. In this podcast, I'll be sharing wisdom from myself, coaches, authors and energy healers that could be just what you need to transform your life today. You can connect with me via the Contact Katie button at my website at www.soulfulvalley.com Hello and welcome back to the Soulful Valley podcast. We are thrilled to be back and to bring you an incredible lineup of guests from now until September, leading up to the launch of our groundbreaking book collaboration, Evolving on Purpose, Co-Creating with the Divine. Prepare to be amazed as you dive into the chapters of this book. Within its pages, you will find a treasure trove of wisdom worth thousands of dollars, encompassing coaching, healing, business strategies, spiritual growth and mentorship. The authors have poured their hearts into recounting their personal journeys, including the challenges they faced and overcame. Mark your calendars for the grand launch of our book on August the 30th. We can't wait to share this remarkable creation with you. But that's not all. We want you to be a part of this journey right from the beginning. Join our Facebook launch support group by finding the link in the show notes of each episode. By being a part of our community, you'll gain access to exclusive content, discussions and behind the scenes moments. And here's the cherry on the top. When we officially launch, we'll be showering our supporters with a multitude of free gifts. These valuable resources will be yours to download when you purchase the book. And that's not all. If you're a coach, healer, a spiritual entrepreneur, a writer, a poet or a business owner. We invite you to explore the exciting opportunities waiting for you at soulfulvalley.com. Discover how you can join our collaborations and become a vital part of our mission to empower and uplift or co-create your own solo book with us where you will receive 100% of your own royalties. Don't miss out on this incredible podcast series and the chance to be part of something truly transformative. Tune in, connect, and evolve on purpose with us. Together, we'll co-create a brighter future. Visit soulfulvalley.com after you finish listening to this episode. As a Renaissance woman and founder of Eponahealing.com, Lydia Kuleshnik, aka Lady Epona, brings together 30 years of passion, expertise and wisdom in pathways for every stage of personal development to help you live a centred, connected and conscious life. Lydia's Opponent Healing Ranch offers equine-assisted therapy and equine healing retreats to help you return to wholeness through heart-centred, transformational relationships with horses. 
Equine healing retreats are a powerful pathway to reclaim your health, regain your energy and refine your power. As a high performance wellness coach, Lydia helps overworked, stressed out, high achieving men and women master their inner power, manage their energy and stress and create their highest state of health. Spending time with horses in nature helps you de-stress and return to your centre, allowing you to step into your power and become the conscious leader of your life and a conscious leader of the world. At Epona Healing Ranch, retreats are designed for your unique goals and needs, including private group and corporate retreats. Through her own incredible journey, starting at the age of 10, Lydia developed a deep relationship with horses, animals and nature. This connection helped her heal her chronic health conditions, master her inner power and reclaim her sovereignty. Lydia now loves sharing her passion, vision and mission as a thought leader, three times best-selling author, columnist with Expert Profile magazine and executive contributor to Brains magazine. Lydia is honoured to be a recipient of the Global Superminds Award by Expert Profile magazine, Global Women Leaders Award by Passion Vista magazine and to be featured in the Who's Who of the World Industries by Unified Brains Group. Learn more and connect with Lydia at www.aponahealing.com Hello and welcome to the Soulful Valley podcast, Lydia. Hi, Katie. It's an honor and pleasure to be here on your phenomenal podcast here today, talking about this beautiful book that you have brought together, Evolving on Purpose, Co-Creating with the Divine. And I just love everything about the book and the theme and, um, and my chapter as well on the divinity of horses. And listeners, you will you will already recognize Lydia because she's been on the podcast a couple of times before. Firstly, in the first book, Evolving on Purpose, Mindful Ancestors Paving the Way for Future Generations. And then you were on again with a reading of your chapter from the summit episode that I put out. So you're definitely not a stranger to our audience. And your chapter, Lydia, is beautiful. Will you share a bit about your chapter, The Divinity of Horses, with our listeners so they know what to expect? Well, yes. Um, ever since I was young, I have been guided by dreams and literally have been co-creating with the divine. And it began uh, when I was ill. I was born with chronic health conditions that were difficult to treat and diagnose. And my real support and guidance came through through um, spirit guides and the divine. And horses were part of that. Uh, so it really started around the age of 10. And then in my late 20s, when I was in my cocoon of healing, horses came to me very clearly and specifically um, helping guide me. So in my chapter, I talk about my relationship with horses it began in the world of spirit um, and then later um, a very special horse came to me in dreams uh, but I met him at a trail ranch and I, I share a brief part of that story about how he sent out a message to me through my dreams to help him but in so doing he helped heal me 
and changed my entire life and got me on my path of uh, holistic healing with humans and horses. So that's about that's that's a little bit about my chapter um, in the book about how I've always loved uh, co-creating with the divine and evolving on purpose too. So those are two great themes, <laughs> and and how horses have been a huge part of that. And your life very much revolves around horses today, doesn't it, in the work that you do? Do you want to share a bit about that too? Well, yes. Yeah. So I started my holistic health practice uh, over 25 years ago with humans as a result of the guidance of the horses coming to me as spirit guides. And then that evolved into uh, equine healing retreats and equine therapy at my ranch, upon a healing ranch. So I spend about 50% uh, of my time doing both. So my holistic health um, coaching and um, and practices are are both with humans and with horses. And this isn't new to me either because when I ran my charity here, there was one of my volunteers worked for an equine therapy charity as well. So. I heard a lot about how horses had helped people in that charity with their mental health. So I just loved it when you chose to share this chapter about the divinity of horses because it is beautiful and maybe not many people think about horses in this way. Well, yes, that's exactly it. And so that's part of my, my mission with the horses is to help share that message that horses are healers and that they have been humanity's best friend and ally and protector and um, have always helped us through wars, through agriculture. We wouldn't really be where we are today with the comforts of our modern world if horses hadn't helped us uh, right from the beginning. And so now as, as humanity evolves, as we're expanding our consciousness um, and embracing an integration of mind, body and spirit, Horses are right there with us. Horses are helping to guide us um, into higher consciousness. And then we want to start to honor horses for doing that, you know, for recognizing them as the high spiritual beings uh, that they truly are. And the Heart Math Institute did a study many years ago that showed the electromagnetic field of a horse's heart is five times larger than a human's heart. And so they measured the physiological response of people who were just standing beside horses. And you don't even have to do anything with the horses. You can just stand beside them and all the indicators of stress and uh, balancing of high blood pressure and anxiety uh, is greatly, greatly reduced. Um, and you come more into balance just by being, being with horses. So as our awareness of the value in life evolves from, you know, doing a lot of things in life to more being, then being with horses um, is, is part of that evolution. And to start to see horses as, as co-creators um, with us um, rather than as a tool um, for us to use for something else, right? So that's... It's really, really um, um, incredible how just being around horses uh, is so beneficial 
Uh, a few weeks ago, we had a wonderful volunteer here from Japan, and um, it was her day off, and she went to visit one of the horses in the afternoon. And I was I was back in the horse room mixing herbal remedies, and she came in and she she was crying, and I said, "Is everything okay?" And she said, "I just had the most life changing, beautiful experience with our horse Macy." And I said, "Well, what happened?" And she said, "I just stood beside her, and she healed me." Those were her words. Um, so the opportunity is there for us. You know, we have horses everywhere in the world. And we can just become their friend and enjoy their their healing energy. That's a beautiful story. Thanks for sharing that. Something that I've noticed as well, Lydia, is that you are a huge advocate for all of the things that are not so nice happening in the world with horses. Maybe you'd like to talk about that on this platform and educate people, because I know some of the posts that you shared, I wasn't aware of any of that. So maybe it's yeah it's a great a great thing to share um that these things are going on so that people can stop them well thank you for that opportunity yes um unfortunately horse slaughter is still a big business around the world globally millions of horses are needlessly slaughtered every year and what i like to say is that as we're evolving on purpose and as we're continuing to co-create with the divine we, nobody needs to eat horse meat anymore and um, anywhere in the world. We have other options. And so how we treat horses um, has not been um, a good record for humanity. And um, especially in North America is where I'm familiar with, um, it hasn't been very publicly discussed um, here in Canada. It's, um, it's sort of kept you know, in the shadows and um and as you said a lot of people don't realize that horses are sent to auction and then at at these auctions then people have the opportunity to buy them but sometimes it's just the people who are buying them uh for meat and um unfortunately the way horses are slaughtered is much more horrific than any other animal considered livestock so we would like horses to be considered companions um, and pets um, and not be subjected uh, to the horrific treatment um, that many, many horses go through. Horses that, you know, were once um, family members um, and pets and maybe somebody died or maybe there was a financial crisis and they couldn't find a good home for the horse ends up at auction. And then anybody, anything can happen to that horse. Um, and uh, they are actually in Canada, they breed horses specifically uh, to be sent overseas uh, to, for, for, for meat. And those horses have horrific, horrific lives. And they're flown um, without food and water for 36 hours and um, have a, just a um, absolutely horrific experience. And then horses that are used um, as race horses um, in rodeos, those horses are often sent to auction as well. So all the horses that we have here um, at our ranch um, are horses who are either rescued from the slaughter pipeline or who were unwanted and the uh, owner uh, came and surrendered them. So again, sometimes circumstances you know, happen in life 
and it's really best for the owner to try and find um, a sanctuary, a forever sanctuary home for that horse. The average horse um, in our modern world that's domesticated, they have seven homes. So it's very stressful for them. Most horses yeah. have ulcers. Um, they deal with quite a lot of uh, trauma, post-traumatic stress disorder, and they're herd animals. So they are, um, they have a lot of anxiety and severe loneliness when they're separated from their friends and their families. And then this goes on every time they're sold and bought and sold and bought. So we're here to help horses heal. And we'd also like to see the end of horse slaughter. Thank you for sharing that. If any of our listeners want to get on board to support you and help you with, with your mission, because I, I know a lot of your work is about rescuing horses as well and, and helping them. Well, how can they contact you about that? What can they do? Well, they can go to my umbrella website, aponahealing.com, and uh, sign up on our newsletter. And then we send out a newsletter specifically dealing with horses. And then they can contact me and we can have direct communication about how they can support us and help us. I also have a ranch website, aponahealingranch.com, and you can email me uh, directly through that website. And you also have retreats on your ranch, don't you, that people can... Yes, we have equine healing retreats, uh, and we have equine therapy, and then we also have a ranch day program, and the ranch day program is a volunteer program where people come and have an experience working on the farm and we pay for the food and the accommodation is free and uh, people have you know incredibly uh, wonderful experiences working on the farm and spending time with the horses and so there's different options of how to get involved with us at a pony healing ranch um, and then uh, also said to support uh, the global movement um, and in Canada and the US to help end horse slaughter. Beautiful, thanks for sharing. And listeners, if you want to get involved in this, please do go and find Lydia, because this is a really, really big mission that she has, and I'd love to help her to achieve what, what she's here to do. Why, thank you, it is my dream and many people's dream to live in a world uh, where horses are honored, where we have reverence for them as high spiritual beings and that every horse has a beautiful life from birth to death and that no horse is ever abused or sent to slaughter. I mean, the first step really is to end um, this, what I call medieval mindset of, of torturing and slaughtering horses. And so anyone who'd like to help us with that will certainly help in bringing in more light to the planet. So I always say based on the HeartMath Institute study, you know, if a horse's heart is five times larger than a human's heart and can heal, you know, humans in a greater capacity, it's a one to five ratio. You know, so if one horse is saved from slaughter, then five humans can be healed. You know, if a hundred horses are, sla are saved from slaughter, then 500 humans could be healed. And if a million horses are saved from slaughter, then five million humans can be healed. So I always say there's no insignificant action and any action we take towards bringing greater light and love 
um, on the planet and holding that frequency helps everyone and every being on the planet. Thank you, Lydia. Is there anything else you'd like to share today? Um, well, very briefly, in my chapter, I have a little paragraph about um, seven steps that I went through in um, my journey with my horse trigger in co-creating with the divine. Would you like me to share briefly oh. those seven Yes, please. I'll, I'll first read the chapter, um, uh, sorry, the paragraph, <laughs> and then I'll just highlight those seven steps. So in the chapter I write, I had listened to the messages I honored the urgency of my spirit, and I took aligned actions. I felt the fullness of my emotions. I centered in my power. I embraced faith and inner knowing. And in so doing, I was guided to the high spiritual being who would help me as much as I would help him. And so from that, the seven steps are, the first step is listen. Listen to the messages from, from your higher self, from, from the divinity, you know, from the world of spirit, because they're always there supporting us. And then honor and value the importance of that spiritual connection. You know, we're all highly evolved spiritual beings, and it's time for us to value that and um, implement that, you know, on, on the earth and in our daily life, because we're eternal beings. And when we connect with that spirit, then we're in that flow of universal energy and we can more easily find solutions that are in alignment with us. The third point is to really feel the fullness of your emotions and that deep emotional um, activation and uh, experience when you connect with the divine, when you connect with spirit, is such a powerful a grounding uh, force and catalyst to connect with yourself, that this is actually real. And it does take some time, if you're new, to learn the difference between um, what your intellect is saying and what your intuition is saying. And we need both, obviously, mm -hmm. uh, but, um, but to, to listen, honor, and then feel the fullness um, of the emotions that come forth is a very powerful foundation to the next step, which is centering in your power and then becoming clear that yes, I am connected. So I am getting centered, I am getting connected. Um, and this is important. This is an important um, relationship with myself to cultivate. So that was the fourth, center in your power and become clear, right, on, on what you're connecting with. And then embracing your faith and inner knowing. So you start to develop confidence and awareness that you're always supported. And then the sixth step is to take those aligned actions. So when I received the messages from my horse trigger, I started to take actions. I didn't know what it was about. I didn't know what was going on. I didn't know he was going to be sent to slaughter, but I just took one step at a time with those aligned actions. And then the seventh step is to trust in the journey. And that again, we're always supported and we're all on a journey. 
and that there's no insignificant action. So again, I'd like to say that when we go through these seven steps, uh, this process, and we trust the journey that we create miracles unbeknownst to us. You know, so every time we take aligned action with the divine, then we're creating like a, a template, like a frequency for others uh, to also step into that frequency. And, and it becomes a global frequency that makes it easier for others to follow their soul path. And that their miracles are created that we don't even know. We don't even know that there are miracles being created as a result of our own alignment. I feel like that about these books as well, that we don't, we don't know just by somebody reading your words, how that changes the trajectory of their lives. And so writing books as well is a passion of yours. I know you've written in several now. And uh, can you share that? Why, why do you do that? What, why do you love writing and sharing? Yeah, so um, I hadn't actually planned on doing any of that, but um, <laughs> but the universe sends you messages, as we're saying, listen to the messages, and then you go within and use your own discernment if it's the right time, um, if it's if it's what you're supposed to do at all, and and I was I felt a very strong calling uh, to be part of these books. And, and you are so phenomenal, Katie, in awakening all of us and bringing us all together through your publishing house and the two books that I've written in with you. And I'm so grateful for that opportunity. And these are this is the power of books. I mean, they last forever and they're a phenomenal legacy. And exactly as you said, we have no idea um, when we share our writings and our books how that transforms and changes lives uh, really forever you know books from the 1800s are still powerful transformative books speaking of horses um you know there are there are there are books dating back to mm -hmm. the 1800s that have changed people's lives still today uh so so we're always listening you know to those messages and then we want to feel good about the choices we make right? That um, even if it may be challenging um, or there may be, um, you know, some things we have to work through, that we were guided to that for our own growth. Absolutely. And it just dropped into me then from our first interview when we talked about um, it was a book that helped you, wasn't it, when you were a child towards healing yourself. And books were also there for me as a child when I was in a very difficult family situation is books that books that made me dream so i think it is really special <laughs> well they are i mean books are amazing and now we have the internet and we can get ebooks and uh back in the day i would go to our public library right <laughs> or we had a little library at our at our schoolhouse in the country and that was where i found the book the power of positive thinking um, that changed my whole life at the age of 10. And uh, so absolutely, you know, when we're guided uh, to share anything, each person listening to this has special gifts. Um, and when they feel they'd like to share them um, in some way, you know, um, then this will have a, 
um, an eternal infinite impact on the frequency of the planet and will be lasting. And I know this book absolutely will because these chapters are amazing. I've had tears rolling down my face with pride and joy and love and all of the things reading these chapters. So can't wait to release it on the 30th of August and potentially change your life when you when you do read it. Well, yes, and that's the beautiful thing about books is that you you read what you so what you read and and get out of it is where you're at and then you can evolve from there and you may go back to it in a year or 10 years or 20 years and there's a new gem right there is something there's something new there was a new layer because you're ready you know to find that and to cultivate that within yourself and so this is the beauty of books and thank you again, Katie, for all that you do for humanity um, and for us authors, because you're changing the world uh, with your phenomenal books um, and everything else that you do. You're very welcome, Lydia. Thank you so much for sharing your story today. It's been it's my great. honor and pleasure. It's been great to have you here again. Thank you. Bye for now. So ask yourself, is this for me? Thanks for listening to the Soulful Valley podcast. I trust that you will have heard something today that you were ready to hear and that it's made you feel a little lighter, more aligned and connected with your soul's purpose and you have been reminded of who you really are and the true nature of the power that you hold within you. My aim for this podcast is to bring love, light, wisdom, raise consciousness and ease suffering. If you've enjoyed the show, go back and listen to some of the back catalogue of previous episodes. Subscribe, follow, rate and review so that you're notified when new episodes drop in and share this podcast with anyone that you think it may help to listen to. You can connect with me at soulfulvalley.com and if you scroll to the bottom of the website, there are links to my social media platforms.